0: Let's check out your headlines for today. To do that, we'll bring in Natalie Lovey from the 980 CFPL newsroom. Good morning, Natalie.
1: Good morning, Devin.
0: All eyes are on John Tory this morning.
1: Yeah, big week in municipal politics is getting off to an uncertain start in Toronto today following the recent surprise resignation of the city's mayor. John Tory stunned political observers on Friday when he admitted to having an affair with a former member of his staff and announced plans to resign from the city's top job. The move is raising questions about what comes next both for the mayor's office and the city's 2023 budget. Tory played a major role in crafting the potential budget, which councillors are set to begin debating and now possibly reshaping on Wednesday. Tory remains mayor until he submits a letter of resignation and council declares the office vacant, a process that has not yet taken place. There's no word yet on when Tory may formalize his departure or who will act as his interim successor, though Deputy Mayor Jennifer McElvery is expected to fill the role until a by-election can take place to name a permanent replacement. In previous years, the city was able to appoint a successor to fill the mayor's seat, but new provincial legislation means Toronto is required to hold a by-election within 60 days of the mayor's office being declared vacant.
0: If you're going to be in the downtown for the next six weeks, beware of construction.
1: Yeah, starting today, lane restrictions will be in place on Wellington Street just north of King Street until the end of March. The City of London says this is to allow for utility work in preparation for construction of the Downtown Loop Phase 3 and Wellington Gateway Phase 1 projects. Drivers travelling northbound on Wellington Street should expect delays and are encouraged to use alternative routes. Sidewalk restrictions will also be in place. Pedestrians can use a temporary walkway on the east side of Wellington Street. The London Transit bus stop at Wellington Street, just south of Dundas, will be closed during this time. Transit riders can catch the bus at Queen's Ave and Clarence Street. The city says there will be new and ongoing construction projects in the spring. Outside of the downtown core, other projects include rebuilding the Southdale Road and Colonel... Halbert Road intersection into a roundabout and adding dual left turn lanes at Fanshawe Park Road and Richmond Street.
0: The Prime Minister will be in the Yukon today.
1: Yeah, the unidentified flying objects shot down over Yukon this weekend will undoubtedly be one of the main topics of discussion between Yukon's Premier and Prime Minister Justin Trudeau as the two meet in Whitehorse for previously scheduled talks. There have been four high-altitude objects shot down in North America in just over a week, the most recent in U.S. airspace over Lake Huron yesterday. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau said yesterday... Canada and the U.S. were cooperating and in constant communication about the situation, adding both countries and the North American Aerospace Defense Command are taking the situation very seriously. Recovery efforts are underway to find and analyze all of the objects with Canadian military and RCMP recovery teams aided by a CP-160 aircraft, searching the Yukon wilderness for the remnants of the object shot down Saturday over the central part of the territory about 160 kilometers from the Alaskan border. Defense Minister Anita Anand said Saturday the Yukon object was potentially similar to the Chinese spy balloon destroyed on February 4th which was followed by a second mysterious object shot down in Alaska on Friday. Canadian and U.S. authorities have said little about the objects or their intended purpose beyond surveillance.
0: A recall has been issued for some French fries.
1: Yeah, the Canadian Food Inspection Agency has issued a recall for McCain's Steak Crisp straight cut fries because the product contains gluten and wheat that are not listed on the label. The recall was triggered by a consumer complaint. According to a safety alert issued Saturday, one allergic reaction to the product has been reported. According to the Health Canada website, celiac disease is triggered by the consumption of cereal grains, including gluten. Canadians are being asked to throw the recalled product out or return it to the location where they purchased it from.
0: And I know you were watching last night, uh, Natalie, as uh, Kansas City won the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, the Kansas City Chiefs won their second Super Bowl in four years after a second halftime or a half comeback to beat the Philadelphia Eagles 38 to 30 by a 5 in Super Bowl 57 after scoring 14 first half points the Chiefs outscored the Eagles 24 to 11 in the second half to win after being down by double digits at halftime the Chiefs became just the second team in Super Bowl history to overcome a deficit that large to win Patrick Mahomes was named the Super Bowl MVP to become the first player since Kurt Warner in 1999 to be named the MVP of the league and win the Super 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 Bowl MVP in the same year. Rihanna performed the halftime show at the Super Bowl and revealed she was pregnant with her second child. Rihanna, along with rapper ASAP Rocky, are the proud parents of a nine-month-old boy. A rep for Rihanna confirmed after the show that she is expecting her second child.
0: Let's check out what happened on this day in history. In 1633, Galileo arrived in Rome for a trial before the Inquisition. More than three centuries later, in 1992, the Vatican acknowledged that the excommunicated Italian astronomer correctly said the Earth revolves around the Sun, not vice versa. In 1741, Andrew Bradford of Pennsylvania published the first American magazine titled The American Magazine or a Monthly View of the Political State of the British Colonies lasted only three issues with a title like that. How could it How could it not? In 1838, William Lyon Mackenzie fled to the United States after he led an uprising that failed against the establishment families that virtually ruled Toronto. In 1841, Kingston was temporarily made the capital of Canada. In 1866, the James Younger Gang carried out their first bank robbery. This happened in Lincoln, Missouri. Uh, Jesse James was 19 at the time. In 1933, Dagwood married Blondie in the first or in the Blondie comic strip. In 1946, the world's first electronic computer was switched on. The electronic numerical integration and computer weighed several tons and contained 1,800 tubes, but it was not nearly as powerful as today's pocket calculator. In 1954, Canada's first female MP Agnes McPhail died in Toronto. She was 63. She championed the rights of farmers and women and later became a member of the Ontario legislature. She was the first woman appointed to Canada's delegation to the League of Nations. In 1969, a bomb exploded in the visitor's gallery of the Montreal and Canadian stock exchanges. It injured 27 people. In 1986, millionaire Helmuth Buxbaum was convicted of first-degree murder in the death of his wife, Hannah, and sentenced to life in prison. The verdict and sentence brought to an end one of Ontario's longest at 68 days and most sensational murder trials. In 1999, the Toronto Maple Leafs played their last game at Maple Leaf Gardens. They lost to the Chicago Blackhawks, the first team they played in the gardens when it opened. In 2018, longtime Toronto Blue Jays radio broadcaster Jerry Howarth announced his retirement after 36 years of calling Blue Jays games. The 71-year-old said he made the decision due to health issues that affected his voice in recent years. And on this day in 2022, the Ambassador Bridge border crossing officially reopened. Officers in Windsor arrested two dozen protesters and moved others from the foot of the bridge earlier in the day. Happy birthday to listener Alan, who turns 55. Today, you share a birthday with Jerry Springer, who turns 79. Peter Gabriel is 73. Robbie Williams turns 49. Nimas is 46 and Minusuvari is 44.